Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't match. They literally get right here. All right, y'all, I am here, and I know that I have missed you uh, guys for the last two weeks, give or take, because Mama Bear has been on the road. So let's start. We'll we'll get to where where I was and what I was doing and all that other stuff on my Tell the Truth Tuesday show. But for now, we're going to get into church, episode nine. So today's show is about using silence as a tool and as a weapon. And so while manifesting things and self-actualizing, it is important to sometimes be silent about your intentions because not everyone has your best intentions, and it's necessary to only speak to yourself sometimes, and some people don't want help. They want attention. Now, We've talked about manifesting, we've talked about discerning, we've talked about we're going to get into crystals and things like that, and we've talked about <clears throat> vibrating higher in different energies. Let me sip some of my green tea. I want to get into silence as a weapon and a tool. I'm sure that you have heard your elders, your elders say on many occasions that your response is not necessary for everything. It is not necessary for you to respond to everything. And my grandmother used to tell me that because I'm a bit of a hothead. So I would, you know, freak out and just be going crazy. And she'd be like, you see all this that you're doing? This is what the enemy wants. And the enemy could have been, she might have been talking about the devil. She could have been talking about the girl down the street. Not everything deserves a reaction. So a lot of stuff has been triggering me for the last two weeks. It's been a very emotional time for me and especially in my family, um, especially watching the Central Park Five situation when they see us, especially knowing that my son was one of the last children that they auditioned for one of the roles in there, which was Kevin Henderson, which or Kevin Richardson, uh, and – I'm glad that my son did not get that part because he does not know that United States that we live in currently. Uh, that incident happened in 1989. I remember it vividly, not not just because I am a jogger, but because my family lives in Central Park. It was a very big deal that there was a rapist and a murderer going around. You stay away from that park, you know, and um, the boys, that all those things that happened behind it, <laughs> that now we're starting to see the truth. 
those are things that we should not be silent about, social injustice, things of that nature. But what I found out was that when I started doing my journey and started getting into politics, that I cannot save everybody. And the minute that you understand that you cannot save everybody, okay, you start to function a little bit different because now you can slice off pieces of your time that you can devote to helping a large mass of people, but you can't help everybody. I also noticed that a lot of the things that we need help with sometimes are simple things that we could have just found ourselves had we hit Google or had we picked up a damn book, okay? Y'all, a lot of y'all wait until it's in its final stages, chaos, right? And then you want to call somebody like me or call somebody else so that you can vent this problem to because you think that I can just come in in the 10th hour and help you. Most times I can. But having worked with the city of Niagara Falls where I live and things like that and working with people in the city, a lot of times, some, I'm not even going to say something, a lot of times, a lot of this could have been avoided. I give people a specific set of things that this is what you need to do, this is the information that I need. Very few people get me the information I need so that I can fight for you or that I can help you. By the time you get me the information I need, you're already facing an eviction or you're facing something else legal that's going on because you didn't read the paperwork or because you didn't read the lease that you were signing, right? That is not a time for me to be silent. When I am going to be silent is when I've specifically told you, hey, this is what's going to happen if you do X, Y, and Z and you do it anyway. Then I'm going to be silent because I already told you and it fell upon deaf ears. I'm not in the business of trying to repeat myself. That's not what I do, okay? Some people don't want help. They want attention. We have come into these last few years about mental health. Black men, black women, black women are the new face of the nervous breakdown. We look at Latina women, we're looking at our black men committing suicide. And we have come into this space of mental health. What we've also come into is frauds. We have. We have come into a place where people, and that's not to say because, listen, 90% of the population, if you looked at the DSM-4 or 5, you have a mental disorder. It doesn't have to be OCD. It could be anything. Did you even try to put PMS in there at one point, okay, premenstrual psychosis or something of such nonsense? Well, it's not nonsense. It's a real thing. But what I'm saying to you is your mental illness does not give you the right to treat people shitty. It doesn't especially when you're acknowledging that the reason that you're doing it is because of your diagnosis. That's not okay. And I won't be silent about that. Like you don't get to say, um, I'm, a, I'm an addict, right? And because I'm an addict of whatever propensity, that's why I mess up my relationships I start relationships with people, and I don't finish them. I disrespect women, and I act like I'm going to be a father, but I'm not, and like things like that. You don't get to say that because you have an addiction, that you are diagnosed as along with a mental health issue, okay? 
if you are actively trying to get better, then yes, you may say that. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like you know. Last week I was triggered, so I don't. I don't want to share what my diagnosis is. But last week I was triggered, and the week before that I was triggered. Bad. Dates have an issue with me. Certain certain smells, certain situations have situ- have have a trigger for me. And um, <clears throat> so watching the Central Park Five and the the one they see is by Ava DuVernay on Netflix. It's excellent. The little boy that played Corey Wise will definitely, he should be getting an Emmy, Golden Globe, a Grammy, uh, you know, a sticker. He needs to be getting it all because he played that role excellently. Um, my family happens to know some of the members of the Central Park Five very closely. In the end, that triggered me because, A, my son auditioned for the part of Kevin, but, B, like deep audition. I'm talking about sent the script, encrypted it, all that. I told y'all this last year. If you go back and you listen to the show, we we talked about this. So watching that, then watching it with my son, who favors some of these boys, same age, you know, just everything was a trigger. So everyone's bawling their eyes out, right? That doesn't give me the right to get up and because the abuse that was going on in there right, that doesn't give me the right to go out and be a shitty person that day because I was triggered. It literally doesn't, okay? Um, Silence. When I don't know what I've, I've learned to use silence as a weapon and as a tool. So we used to have a saying that silence is never misunderstood, and you know where that came from. Um, I, you know, now use silence as a tool in the sense of not that everything isn't worth me addressing, but just silence has brought me to a place of peace and power. Because if I can sit there, and silence also has to do with meditation. We're going to get into meditation because I just had some aha moments last week as well. Silence gives you the opportunity to say, I want to say a bunch of things about this to someone about this and X, Y, and Z, but I'm not going to because I need to expend my energy on getting past this trigger. I need to expend my energy. The mother of Corey Wise triggered me extremely bad. Not that my own mother was this way, absolutely not, but it hurt me, okay? So while we're addressing all the men that or all the women that have mommy issues, we really need to start addressing the men that have daddy issues or the men that have mommy issues because that's how come we end up with the children that we have in these streets doing what they do, nothing to do with the Central Park Five case. Those were just regular kids. As a parent, I can tell you that Corey Wise could not have been my son. There is no way that I would not have pimped, stole. I would have done whatever I needed to do to make sure, first of all, my child wouldn't have been missing for three days. That's just first of all. Um, Yusuf's mother is probably closer to the type of parent that I am, knowing that my child is supposed to be somewhere at a certain time. And you can, you can helicopter mom your kids all you want. They're going to do kid things, um, which was another trigger for me. And because um, I remember what I was doing at that age, 
a bunch of nothing, but still. Um, I started using silence as a tool this week and really pulling away from people, places, and things and just kind of, I didn't go do any of my running this week. I didn't, last week I was doing 10 and 12 mile a day, you know, four days a week, five days a week. This week I took a break and I did nothing. Last weekend I went to Cannabis Cup, Clio, Michigan, and we'll talk more about that on Tell the Truth Tuesday. And it was just wonderful to see, and I don't smoke, but it was wonderful to see people just out there enjoying themselves, no drama, no fighting, no no nothing, just people enjoying themselves. And now that recreational marijuana has been made legal in December in Michigan. Um, they're doing another one in Detroit. Of course, I have to get out to the SoCal one. Anytime you're in any kind of business, it's important for you to show up and show out. And so I went there silently, okay? I repped my brand, but I went there silently. Not everybody needs to know your moves, and I'm going to explain something to you, and I'm praying that I don't have to tell you all this again. When you're making moves in silence, it's really in silence. It's none of our business. Because if you make it our business, I'm telling you, baby girls, I'm telling you, my lovely men, there are people that do not like you. And I'm not even talking about the smile in your face every day kind. No, no. I'm talking about the ones that scroll past your picture Look at her titty sitting up. Now, that's not your fault, right? But they silent with their hatred. They ain't going to say nothing to you. You have a legion, I promise you. If you're doing anything, if you even drive a car that's a Buick, there is somebody that hates you because they don't like Buicks. But a granddaddy drove a Buick and ran over their foot when they were six. Okay? And they're using that as an excuse as to why they don't like you. And that's never going to be any of your business. Stop broadcasting your moves. I don't like to see a coming soon. I want to see I'm already here. You could do things like that with albums, books, things like that, but business ventures and things like that, don't do it. I'm telling you, people, don't do it. Because when you keep the coming soon, now you've opened up the, the, the doorway for somebody to say, you know what? I don't really think she should be doing that. Who can I call to make this stop? I don't want that in my neighborhood. I don't want him to open up a car wash on them kids and be hanging out down there. This is what, and this isn't even haters. They don't even know why they hate you. They just do. People don't like you. They intrinsically, there is a, a thing inside of some people. We call it jealousy. But sometimes it's not even jealousy. It's just they can't achieve it. So they, they're, they're going to make sure that you don't achieve it either because they weren't able to do it. So if you notice when I dropped my CBD joint, I didn't tell you all that was coming. I just dropped it. I didn't tell you all, you know, I keep telling you all the book is coming. That's different because you can't change my words and you can't change the publisher because I, I own my own publishing. Okay? You can't change nothing about that book, so it's coming. That's it. I'm letting y'all know that because I know that a lot of y'all follow me because of this show and because of my books. And this here is the masterpiece. It is. It is. I I couldn't be more open and forthcoming and proud of a piece of work than than this one. My first book, that was my baby. This one, this is my this is my college graduate. <laughs> this is this is my my joy. No different than my child. And um I can't I can't express to you enough how I've watched people post things, and then the next thing you know they get hit with a lawsuit. 
or the next thing you know they get hit with, you know, something happens to them. When you're also doing, so that's cute that you guys are, you know, now into the moon and you're into astrology, and that is wonderful. You understand that your new moon, you're not supposed to be telling people what your new moon intentions are. I I don't even remind y'all. I'm, I'm going to stop reminding y'all when it's the new moon because a lot of times the magic that you're putting out into the universe, people are going to say, oh, today's the new moon. Let me Google a new moon ritual and add your name to the mix. Let me Google a full moon ritual and add your name to the mix. That's how you end up with these problems and you don't know how all your nostril hair fell out and your eyebrows ain't growing in. You don't know why. Because there are people that are having your name in their mouth. And even when you know about it, be silent. Knowledge is power. What people know about, they can destroy. When they don't know about something, they can't destroy it. So whether that's your relationship, whether that's your children, whether that's what you do on the side, they can't destroy it. I have a new rule, and I'm so glad to see a lot of people on social media are following this rule. They don't tell you that they've been someplace until they already left. Because some of y'all are sick enough to wish for plane crashes, not realizing that that plane crash that you wish just jokingly has to come out in the universe, meaning I might not be the person that gets in the plane crash. It might be your bitch-ass mom. Maybe. That's why you don't say stuff like that. Now, a lot of people say with Denise, there's a lot of people that have done things to you and you, you do this and listen, I don't be doing nothing to these people that was not a verberation in the universe already. You hate me? Cool, you're going to get it back. I'm not going to hate you, but the universe is going to see to it that you feel hated. I'm not going to kill you. What I look like, but the universe is going to see that you die a certain death, whether it's on this plane or not. You don't want to talk to me no more? Cool. The universe is going to make sure that that happens. You have to be careful what you say. At least I do. My words become reality. I have literally watched people and said, you know what, if they keep doing X, Y, and Z, this is what's going to happen. And to the T, if I said you was going to go outside, get hit in the head with a trombone or ran over by a monkey on a tricycle, a blue one with a red stripe, that's exactly what happened. That's why everybody thinks that I'm, you know, into some other alternative stuff. No, I'm just careful and mindful what I say now. That's why I've been saying less. A lot of monks and shamans go on these spiritual journeys. And while they're on these spiritual journeys, a lot of them require you to be in silence. Like there's, I, I want to say it's Buddhist. I think it's in Tibet. I could be wrong. Somebody's going to correct me, I'm sure, because I know y'all listen worldwide. Might also be in Peru, where they literally are forbidden to speak because you are supposed to be internalizing everything and using other ways to communicate with people, whether it's telepathy or not, than your words. Because we, you, you can't trust people with their words anymore because people are reckless at the mouth. Okay? Silence is never misunderstood. So let me get to how you use it as a weapon. When you're in a relationship and you're trying to figure out how to cut it off and I've gone through these relationships, how, you know, he just keeps doing this, he just keeps doing that, silence. Avoid these people at all costs, no returns, no calls, no texts, no nothing. And the reason that silence is an effective weapon is because, like we used to say, it's never misunderstood. If somebody wanted to talk to you, they would. It's a fact. If somebody wanted to talk to you, they would. 
they might not be able to show you that they love you and things like that, but if they wanted to talk to you, they would. That's rule number one. Don't make excuses for adults. If somebody wanted to talk to you, they would. They would send a smoke signal. They would, they would do whatever they needed to do. They would risk embarrassment. They, they would do whatever they needed to do to talk to you. Okay? Silence as a weapon is also effective when if you're this monster, right? If people think that you're going to react a certain way, Maybe you should surprise them and don't. Do the exact opposite thing that they thought you were going to do. They'll be shocked. They won't know how to handle it. They'll be disarmed. And that's what I like. Okay? Silence is a tool. People are expecting you to talk about your relationships and things like that. I told you all before, I might be married for five years before I even tell anybody. I'm not, but I could be. Okay, you guys want to be so quick to put everybody in your business. And then let me give you another cautionary tale. Wendy Williams is suffering consequences right now. Nothing to do with her. It's her husband. He's trash, whatever, whatever. But because of the lifestyle she lived and what she took pride in doing, which bochinche, which is gossip, is not, that, that's not what we do when we're trying to elevate ourselves. And what happened? She got caught in her own whirlwind. We watch this woman every week drag people on her show, didn't we? And we laughed and we, you know, whatever. And now she has to go back and have reparations and make amends because now everybody's dragging her. And she literally, she, she manned up about it. She was like, there's nothing I could do because I've been doing this for, you know, 10, 20 years. Okay? You have to stop giving people the ammunition to hurt you. When you talk too much, you give people literally the bullets to shoot you with. You post where your kids go to school. You post all these things so that when people come to hurt you, and when they come, they're going to come, and they're going to come hard for stuff that you don't even care about. When you're in a relationship and you're trying to protect that relationship, you do keep it silent. Not a secret, but silent. Y'all know how I feel about the hands, the thighs, but there is some sort of curse that goes on in my relationships that the minute that I post these coons, the next thing you know, you know what I'm saying, it's like the universe is like, oh, should have kept them a secret. Now all the vultures come. And the vultures are never wrong. What do vultures do? They eat the meat. They eat the dead. Their dead relationship is now your new relationship, and they're going to pick at it. And the reason they're going to pick at it, and, and you guys can sit there and make this fatal mistake of saying, he did that to you, he ain't going to do that to me. It's a lie. Don't ever tell yourself that. If they did it to somebody else, they're going to do it to you. I don't care if it's in fatherhood. I don't care if you watched a man abandon his kids and you think that he wouldn't do it to you, he's going to do exactly that to you. And if he doesn't, you're going to always have that constant fear that he's going to do it, which means that you're never going to have peace in your relationship. Bitch. And that's what you get. Okay, and that's what you get. Okay, today is Father's Day. I had to make a post that was very different from the post that I normally post because I just, you know, I don't, I haven't, I haven't been saying much because I'm keeping my words to myself to try to keep them on paper. That's how you use silence as a weapon. So, yeah, I'm posting enough for you guys to get a laugh and for us to, you know, be one and for us to have some information and share stories, but I'm not posting what's really going on in my life because, A, it's none of your business, and, B, I will share it when I'm ready. For right now, silence is protecting me because I have other things to talk about besides what's going on in my real life, Okay. So I made a post today about Father's Day because I told you, I read your, you know, 
messages. I read your posts and your statuses about what's going on and things that are happening to you, and it hurts me that this is even going on. And so I wrote a post today on my Facebook, and if you're following me on Instagram, it's at miss.d.sky. If you're following me third party for a chick that don't like me, you should seek medical attention because it's only going to get worse. Run tell that. So the post today was, it's Father's Day. The only fathers we acknowledge are those that are present. We don't acknowledge those that don't show up. We don't acknowledge those that don't spend the time or money. For many years, I defended all fathers, and this year I'm not doing that. I salute those that don't have the money, but they have the time. If they don't spend the time, they spend the money. I salute my actual brothers. I salute those that function as my brothers, all Hughes. I salute those that have custody of their kids because the mama was unable. I salute the guys that teach their son's tradition. I salute the stepfathers like my own. I salute the stern. I salute the soft dads that are trying a different approach. I salute those who are present. As a woman, I cannot do what you do for our children, especially our boys. You are valued. You are loved. You will be remembered today and all days. I would address the rest of you, but today is for fathers and dads, not you. May those that abandon and make children question who they are rot. And for my ladies that struggle with this day, don't. We are the givers of life. Why would you want to be a father and a mother? There is no strength in such a claim. We run shit. We allow them to be men and father our children. If you have chosen a clown with no makeup, do not acknowledge that today. It's unbecoming. Rejoice the men that show up and show out. Don't give energy to dead things. Let them live on their false manhood. The children are watching. Your vengeance soon come. The gods count your tears, and they count our children's tears quicker. Happy Father's Day to my dad, stepdad, brothers, uncles, and to the men that make history daily. I'm thankful. That was my post today. Okay? We have to learn that, you know, silence, and I keep telling you this is golden. I'm not going to waste my breath talking trash about men that already know that they're not doing their job. They want the car, they want the accolades, and so on and so forth, and I'm not going to give it to you. You know, I've run out of humility for men that make excuses and say that it's because of the mom that you can't see your children. That's what courts are for. And if she doesn't abide by the court, then she can go to jail. We're not going to talk about toxic mothers today. We're not going to talk about the toxic fathers or the absentee fathers. We are only going to acknowledge about the ones that we know exist, okay? We are not, you know, this is the other thing that people are starting to say and they're taking it out of context. That's why you should shut the fuck up sometimes. People are talking about creating false narratives, right? Um, I'm sorry to tell you this, but a false narrative is not a fact, It is not something that can be proven. So if there is a very large statistic, especially against black and Latino men, it's not a false narrative, boo-boo. It is a fact. It is a truth. And if you don't like the truth, then just be silent and worry about you being a father to your children or child. Maybe mentor on the weekends. Before I had my son, before I was married, I was at a void in my life, late 20s. You know, my mom's like, when are the babies coming? I'm like, what? I don't even like anybody. And that changed very quickly. But 
I was going to start mentoring. And I remember when I found out I couldn't have children anymore because of my sickness, um, I remember the God saying to me, but you will have a 1,000 daughters. You will have thousands. I'm thinking, like, what are you talking about? And now I know. Every time I minister I, or I mentor a younger woman, and they ain't young like 17, 18, because they're still in the hard hand phase at that age. These are grown women that maybe you know, um, just need a little guidance or need a little help, or maybe their mom isn't available all the time, or they can't talk to their mama about certain issues, so they come to me, and I'm thankful. But I'm silent about those interactions. When I leave this earth, I want my silence to be used as a tool, and I want people to rejoice in my home-going party because it's going to be a celebration in New Orleans style. And I want people to rejoice and talk about what, how they know me and what I've done to enrich their life, whether it was a kind word or anything like that. My funeral joint probably going to take four to five hours, and that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I don't feel the need to get on air or to um, post my business every day. Now, let me get to the fact that I'm still in journalism, right? Uh, this was this was another common thing that came up. I'm never going to be silent about things that hurt me or people that hurt me or my son. And remember, if you hurt me, you hurt my son, and the vengeance is mine. However, I'm never going to be silent about it. So if you did something to me, if you abandoned me, if you spoke ill of me, if you lied on me, if you cheated on me, if you hit me, if you did all those things, you did it to my son. You don't need to apologize to me. You don't need to apologize to my son either. But what you need to understand is that you just became material. You did. You became material. Everything in my life is material, and there are certain things that I'm never going to be silent about. If it affects my mental health, I'm not going to be silent about it, and I will talk about it because I, I don't want you to continue to ask me, why should you keep talking about it? Because it hurts. I will not be silent about things that hurt me because that's how we end up committing suicide. That's how we end up in Looney Bin. That's how we end up on S5, which S5 is our term for being 730, being crazy, quote, unquote. Okay. I'm never going to be silent about that. So just because you got over something doesn't mean that I got over it, and I'm not going to be silent about it. We tell people to let things go all the time. The only way to let things go is to get it out in the first place. So we can't be silent about things that are hurting us, but you can certainly be silent about things that are none of your business, okay? It's not my business what any of my exes are doing today or how they feel about Father's Day and how they feel about being a parent or, or some of my, my exes are not parents at all. It's not my business. It's not my business, okay? I can only focus on the things that are hurting me in my immediate circle. And I don't want the attention because I want to heal. When you're healing, you don't need attention. So if I'm talking about you on my show, A, you're welcome for not saying your actual name. The only time I say an actual name is because I know you're actually listening and I want you to understand I'm talking specifically to you because you're trash. That's why. And I'm going to always think that this particular person is trash down south because of the fact that you were not man enough and you were a coward 
to even sit down and say, due to my addiction or due to this or due to that, I wasn't seen clearly. I treated my parents unfairly. You know, I treated you, you know, he, you know, I treated you good, but I did some things that were outside my realm that I shouldn't have been doing outside my circle with my addictions or whatever, whatever else was going on. Yeah, and let me say something else because y'all are running around here not understanding that. Some of y'all are junkies. Y'all could sit up there like, yeah, smoke a little weed, that's cool, because I've seen real weed smokers at Cannabis Club. Like, like it's crazy to me how y'all will sit up there and smoke weed, but yet there's a convention where you can go smoke weed legally and you don't go. I'm just very confused by this. They had all the butt in the world, and I don't smoke, so I don't even know 90% of what I was looking at, but I was there for business, and I'm thankful. It's a lot of money in cannabis, okay? Not in New York State, though, not yet. We're working on that. But it's amazing to me that y'all will sit there and try to make excuses as to why you did something instead of just being silent, taking the L and saying, I hurt somebody. And because I hurt this person, not that you're sorry, but I'm going to acknowledge that I hurt this person and I was wrong. Because I promise you, you ain't going to have no peace. Until you do right by me, everything you touch going to crumble. And I have been saying that. That was an actual curse. That wasn't just a movie. That's an actual spell curse. I'm here to tell you. It's not a game. So if I speak it and your life is in shambles, you, you don't have to wonder why or wonder where it came from. I don't wish harm on people. I just wish the same energy that you put on me come back to you. I don't believe in two-fold law. I don't believe in three-fold law. But I'm silent about when I do my work. I see a lot of people posting their spells and their rituals. I don't know. I'm a little bit old school. I feel like I should be silent about that because I wouldn't want you to take something that I'm doing and you put your intentions on it and your intentions aren't good, you're going to get screwed. You're going to get screwed. The exact same thing. I hope she don't have no more kids. Now look at you. You can't have no more kids. You know, I hope she got in a car accident. Now look at you. Your sister got in a car accident. You know, I don't have nothing to say to her. Cool, I don't got nothing to say to you either. But guess what else? Who ain't going to have nothing to say to you? Your job. Now you don't lost your job because you keep playing with me. I'm silent about a lot of things because I'm trying to protect them. Okay? I'm trying to protect them. If you're trying to protect your goals and dreams, you keep them quiet. You don't post pictures of stuff and names of businesses and things like that and 20 questions until you go actually buy those businesses. You buy the domain name. I'm not going to front. Somebody agitated me one day to the point because she came with deceitful intentions. I went and bought every single, I'm going to be honest with you, I went and bought every single domain name that she could possibly ever use. She can't even run her business. She had to name it something else. Don't play with me like that. I don't play with y'all. Don't play with me. Don't try to come and there's this terminology, pick my brain. No, you're stealing. You're stealing ideas. You're stealing things to do. Don't do that. I told y'all before, when I first came out, when Chris Classic came out with that, my Savoir Faire Cologne, which is selling out everywhere, Happy Father's Day to him, and I brought it with me to uh, the museum, the African American Museum up in uh, D.C., and I've been wearing it. I got the cologne for my son. My son is fond of him. And I remember thinking to myself, I could put some oil together and make this, 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 and this. And I thought about it. I said, I'm not going to do that, though, because that's his idea. And because I am cool with him, I don't want him thinking, like, well, wait a minute. Now she's coming out with – I could come out with a similar product that does my needs, that, that has my needs and a woman's needs in advance. But because he showed his process, which is something else I don't do, I now know, like, oh, oh that's all I had to do? 
I'm not saying what you should do. I'm just telling you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to show you how I make my bath bombs at 716cbd.com. I'm not going to show you what mold I I'm not showing you that. Not because I'm a hater, but because I don't want you in my business. I'm using it as a weapon. I'm trying to protect my space. I'm trying to protect my business. Okay? You guys talk too much. And then when you do speak, what are you speaking into the universe? It's better sometimes for you to just be quiet and reflect and watch how people move. That's why you don't catch a lot of stuff because you're too busy talking, right? And then when it comes time to say something, you don't say enough. I can promise you this. My silence is never misunderstood. So if I'm silent and you think you've got off the hook and, you know, like I have the, the person down south that's using silence, like, oh, like, you're mad. I don't care if you're mad. You hurt me and my kid. You know, my kid is thinking he's coming down there to be closer to his dad and he's doing this and he's doing that and, you know, this is a new start and all this other stuff. And then you couldn't even have enough self-control to not do the things that you were doing, which were outside the ramification of you getting healthy and getting better. But then you sit around and you parade on the Internet that you're doing all these things and you ain't did one of what you said you was going to do. So for you, you have to understand that this will go on for eternity until you decide that you don't want to be a coward. You will definitely not prosper, and I'm never going to be silent about things that hurt. Now, is it hurting me currently? No. But am I going to hurt you? Absolutely. You're going to get hurt because you continue to play with me, and I don't play. So the silence thing, in your case, is working against you because the more that you keep giving me time to think about what you've done and to look at what's going on, it's, it's just going to continue manifesting your demise. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with, um, I'm going to leave you guys with one of my favorite songs. We're coming up on Elections Week. Y'all know that if I've never told you before, I'm with Seth Picarillo. We're going to start going into the campaign on that tomorrow. But right now, i got to listen to my Jay-Z. You know how we do. Uh, Rockefeller. Forever. Catch me, skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your block infrared hot, I'm like Satan, y'all feel a nigga struggle, y'all think a nigga little, hustle behind the wheel, trying to escape my trouble, can't stop the greeting me, I'm talking sweet the keys, cursing the very God that brought this reef to be, my life is based on sacrifices, Jews like ISIS and fools that think ISIS, you fuck around, you get your guys hit, they built me to be filthy on some I do or die shit, for real. The price of leather got me, deeper than ever, and just think winter's here. I'm trying to feel me, nigga. Politics is usual. I took my Frito to Tito in the district. Bless me with some BS, somethings I could live with. Stop fronting, and for the dough I raise. Gotta get shit appraised, no disrespect to you Make sure your word is true I'm taking wages down in Vegas just in case Tyson have a major night off That's clean money, the tax write-off You ain't seen money in your life when it Comes to this cheese, y'all like three blind mice I'm smoking bros who pump willy, I expose The furthest you chilies, man is the poker nose My portfolio reads, lead to Don Corleone Nigga, please, ten year fairly on the wrist, I face you with the diamond blooded hey Susan blind your face shoes for life. Try 
jigger. I keep it tight. Politics is usual. You feel my triumph? Never. Feel my pain? I'm lying. Low in the leather iron. The best has ever came. The game changes life. My mind just ain't right. Rewind, get this dope. I guess it ain't so nice. Sucking me in like a vacuum. I remember telling my family I'll be back soon. That was December 85 and Jay-Z rise 10. Years later got me wise. Still can't break my underworld top. I wear black a lot in the act, act a lot. Got matching VCRs, a huge magnum box. 10 inch green like spinach. Pop ones, that's spinach. It's a lot of big money in my sentence. Written towards the mill, it but written I kill like that shit, baby, one, two, cat, yeah, I do that. Ain't no stopping the champagne from popping the drawers, from dropping the law, from watching. I hate it. Politics is usual. 